What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined as always by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what is up? What's up, Shamari? Yeah, I mean, we're we're back uh, after a little hiatus for for uh, Imperial Imperial Broadcast. Um, and you know, look, obviously, again, like I said, a little hiatus, but it's been sort of a a, a hiatus for Star Wars and Lucasfilm all together. Hasn't been much. Mm-hmm. Uh, content obviously that's rolled out certainly not a whole lot of content and a little bit of news uh, that's come out since we've been gone so we're going to recap everything that we've uh, that we've sort of missed um, including some a major shake up in the Lucasfilm uh, you know corporate structure uh, one that we've discussed and you know we've advocated for for a long time so we'll get to that but then we'll also uh, talk about some rumors surrounding uh, Mandalorian season four and how things, the plan may be changing for that project. Um, and we'll also preview uh, what we've got in store for 2024 uh, coming up in Star Wars. Obviously, we're about to hit the new year and, you know, Disney uh, has sort of, you know, confirmed so far what we've got on the slate for 2024 when it came to Marvel. We talked about that on, on Hero Talk, and so we'll also talk about uh, what seems to be coming down the pipe in 2024 for Star Wars uh, as well, also considering that the strike is finally over. So, again, a lot to get to, a um, short amount of time, but we'll, 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 we'll cover it all. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. As you said, I know a lot of, you know, we got, uh, we got uh, quite a slate of topics here, so... Um, we should be able to go through all that with you guys and, and nothing, nothing too like, you know, you know, earth shattering. Um, as you, as you said, Kendall, not, hasn't been too much going on. Um, but there have been some things and, and we did want to do a show of course, to, uh, to kind of cap off the year as well. Um, you know, with it being the holiday season and also happy holidays, of course, as always to everybody, um, listening around this time you know i know it's of course the time typically for you know uh, celebration and and kind of you know spending time with friends spending time with family um and you know kind of being thankful for what we have and things like that so i definitely want to wish everyone out there happy holidays um as we uh as we get into some of this star wars stuff so let's do it um so to start um uh we could jump off with the uh, what I would consider probably the biggest thing. Um, and Ken, as you alluded to, there has been a shakeup with the hierarchy at Lucasfilm. Um, the, the kind of intricate details of this, what the shakeup means, we, we do not know. Um, and we may never know because, you know, that's when it comes to how decisions are made exactly and all that kind of stuff. I don't know that we'll ever know all of that, at least, especially not now, you know, maybe, you know, years from now and some kind of expose of some kind, but for now, we're probably just not going to, we're just probably just not ever going to know that. Um, but we do know that, uh, the man himself, Dave Filoni, someone who is frequently brought up in this show. Um, and for good reason, he's involved in a lot of, uh, major Star Wars projects. Um, you know, the, you know, closest thing we have, I, I guess you could say to an heir apparent to George Lucas. um, Dave Filoni himself has been named uh, the uh, chief creative officer um, at Lucasfilm. Um, 
So this was announced by Vanity Fair, and it's not exactly, uh, it's not super clear exactly what this means, though he was able to say that in his new role, um, he's now involved in the planning, the like the planning of future projects. So he's involved at the inception phase of planning for anything, really everything uh, at at uh, Lucasfilm. So uh, particularly Star Wars related, of course. I know there's a couple of other things, I guess, that are in Lucasfilm, but uh, when it comes to Star Wars, he's involved from the beginning. So that um, he said in the past, it would he would be brought into projects. Now he is involved with the creation of these stories. Um, so this is good. This is good news. Um, this is something, and, and as you said, mentioned Kendall as well, this is something that we had kind of been clamoring for for a while. Um, I think it makes a lot of sense for all the reasons that we've mentioned before. He worked very closely with George on the Clone Wars uh, from everything, in which there's a lot of information about how closely they work together. He really learned under George. George really tried to tell, teach him about how these Star Wars stories are made and the, 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 like the ethos behind these stories. And, um, and Dave really took to it. He really listened. He really tried to, um, you know, listen and then also create his own Star Wars. Um, so he co-created Clone Wars with George and then Star Wars Rebels was all, you know, he was the head of it. Um, I won't say it was. I won't say it was like all, all him because, of course, he had a lot of help, obviously, um, with the, everyone there at a uh, at uh, Lucas Lucasfilm that helped him work on that project. But he was at the head of that, um, and he's of course he's been very deeply involved in the Mandalorian with John Favreau, and now with Ahsoka as well. Um, and um, you know, I believe he's been involved with um, most of the other projects as well. Uh, bad batch yeah the bad batch as well um so he is very very he has his hand in pretty much everything already but now he is definitely he is um in the leadership position in terms of making decisions regarding uh the future of star wars now he's not kathleen kennedy she is still the president but it at least shows that that there's an amount of delegation that goes to dave when it comes to story. And I, that's just wise, in my opinion, it makes sense. And it's a good step forward. Uh, but Kendall, what is your reaction to this uh, news? Yeah. Um, I think it's very interesting because remember we were covering a similar story a couple of years ago, I believe it was like 2021. Mm-hmm. He was given the title of a executive cr- uh, creative producer. I believe at Lucasfilm or something along those lines, and that's what we kind of thought. We kind of thought that that's what this was. We thought, oh, yeah. now Filoni will be the chief creative, so to speak, at, at Lucasfilm. And and I remember I looked back because I thought I thought that this would that I thought that that's what his title was. And right. I and this was before that this news had dropped. This was maybe like two or three months ago. Maybe about two months ago, I, I looked. I went back to look up what is Dave Filoni's title at Lucasfilm because I don't get. I wasn't getting the sense that he was the chief creative. Like at 
that was again that's what that was the interpretation at the time but for some reason i was just like, i don't know if that's that's really what we've got and so i went back and i saw i read the title and i read like the sort of the you know the articles and the trades and what they were saying at the time and that move was it was more centered around the idea that feloni would be the chief creative amongst it was only to it was only to acknowledge that feloni the chief creative amongst the mandoverse movies and the Mando, the Mandoverse stories, and okay. that like he wasn't going to, um, that he wasn't in in charge of everything creative at Star Wars, but more so the fact that instead of having him be executive producer on a million different projects, just give him a title that kind of encapsulated encapsulates it all, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. And. When I read and when I when I understood that, I was like, that makes sense. But again, that's not what we thought at the time. We thought at the time it was going to be a little more wide ranging. Um, and then, you know, again, a couple of weeks later, about a month later, I, I, you know, I see the this headline drop. And I'm like, so this is this is what we were waiting for. This is what we were asking for for all these all these years. Um It'll be interesting because, you know, I, I don't think that Filoni was as involved with stuff like Andor, for example, and yes, even yes. Obi-Wan to a degree. Like, you can get a sense that those are a lot different than the Mandoverse projects. And, um, you know, I don't know if Filoni really said much about Andor publicly. Uh, so, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what does this mean for some of these future projects that get greenlit and these future stories that we get because i i think that this is the best thing for dave Fil- i think this is the best thing for star wars is to have somebody uh that 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 can operate like that i'm just curious because we've gotten these mandover shows and ahsoka was i mean i enjoyed ahsoka i think there are some people out there that thought it was just okay um and i think a lot of those people might be people that aren't weren't like huge fans of rebels um, and so there's people out there that the Ahsoka was just okay. And I mean, I thought Mandalorian season three was okay. And, uh, you know, Book of Boba Fett was all right. You know, so it's like, it's not yeah. like the, the Mandalverse has been like a slam dunk. You know, everything's been, in, been incredible. So I wonder, so, and there's plenty of people that think Andor is the best Star Wars thing out there. Or easily people think Andor is the best, you know, show that we've gotten so far. Um, and so. I wonder if putting Filoni in this role, going away from certain other types of Star Wars stories, if that's risky. Um, but I think it's the right move just because I think they need more of a linear vision, uh, similar to how they had, obviously, with George Lucas. And, you know, I understand the the value of having multiple different creators. And this doesn't, you know, knock out the idea that you can have other directors and other producers and other writers involved in these shows. but um, that, you know, I just feel like Filoni has a really good pulse for uh, the Star Wars fan base and what kind of story Star Wars fans enjoy. Uh, um, I'm curious though, because usually when a role, when a move like this happens, either it's either it was prompted, it was it obviously it was, uh, it's either it was an impromptu, you know, out of nowhere like kind of, I don't want to say panic move, but like, you know, sort of a, an emergency move, so to speak. And, 
or it's something right. that's sort of been in the works and he's sort of been operating like that for a months now and years now and this is just sort of an acknowledgement of like yeah he's been our chief creative guy but now we're just giving him the title so i, I wonder because because i only wonder that because we they just announced these movies at comic-con or star wars celebration rather and like is Saloni not coming in? Is this a James Gunn situation where he's going to start slashing projects because it's not, I mean, that's not his, doesn't seem like his MO. But I also wonder, like, are these some of these projects that we have coming up besides his movie, are they Filoni stamped projects or are they projects where Filoni's like, I don't, I didn't think it was a good idea. But now I'm kind of stuck with it because this is what, you know, Kathleen Kennedy wanted to do. That is, 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 is a question that I'm curious to see. Yeah, I, yeah, it's really a test of how much power he has and then what what he wants. So, um, I don't know that he would want to just slash something that isn't from his brain, um, or like he doesn't like. I'm not getting like Zaslav just as a, as kind of an example uh, for Warner Brothers. I'm not giving getting a similar vibe where he would just he similarly kind of just you know, impulsive. I, I think I'll just, that's probably the best word to put it. He doesn't strike me as like that kind of, I wouldn't, I wouldn't anticipate that though. He has, um, overwritten some previously Canon things like, um, Canaan, the last Padawan and kind of just kind of, kind of just kind of just making that just non-Canon. That's just not Canon anymore because of the bad batch. And then the Ahsoka novel, um, or big part, big portions of that being basically like retold through um, uh, uh, Tales of the Jedi. So you know, there's some things where he has shown like a propensity to kind of just just disregard things that were already made that are canon or were canon. Um, but um, I I think slashing these movies would be a step too far. I, I don't know if Kathleen Kennedy would allow him to just be like, yeah, this Ray movie that we planned, we're just not doing that. I I don't think, <laughs> I don't think he, I don't think he can do that. He can make, he can, he can advocate for that if he, if he was really, he felt really strongly about it, but I don't even know if Kathleen Kennedy would go for that. Yeah. I think um, what's more likely is if he didn't love the way the story was coming along, there'd be some massive story changes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's much more likely. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see any kind of slashing going on, um, from Dave, um, though, I mean, again, his, his style of, of, I guess, leadership in this regard, we'll have to wait and see, um, whether, you know, uh, now we already, we still have a lot of things that are just kind of, you know, waiting in the wind, so to speak, like this Taika thing. And then the, uh. Uh, the Ryan Johnson thing, like what he'll do with those. I don't know. Those I can see him possibly being like, listen, we might as well kind of just go in a different direction. Um, but, um, but the stuff that was announced, I, I don't think is going anywhere. I think that stuff is going to happen. Um, and we're just going to have to see how they go. Um, but yeah, this is, this is definitely a, a big uh, shakeup. I am excited to see uh, where things go from here. Um, you know, you're right, Kendall. There's definitely uh, uh, 
you know, I think I've seen some people calling for like Tony Gilroy and other things, you know, of course, cause Andor is very popular. Um, but you know, I wouldn't want all my star Wars to look like Andor or feel like Andor. And I, I would hope that I, or I would think that Filoni would probably have some kind of appreciation for the story being told with Andor and Rogue One as well. But I don't know, you know, that's, Again, a lot of that is behind the scenes stuff that I'm sure will come out at some point, but probably not anytime soon. Um, but in general, I think this is a good move. I'm very much looking forward to, um, I guess you could say, the future past these next slate of movies and shows that we know are coming. Because that that is really stuff where it's like, nope, Filoni error. <laughs> Uh, approved stamp pro- products where we'll see where they lead. Uh, so that should be very interesting. Um, so our next topic that we want to get into is regarding the Mandalorian. Um, so the Mandalorian season four, uh, as we know, uh, is something that um, we are expecting. Um, however, uh, there is a rumor that this uh, might be reworked um, as a movie. So um, this is according to Jeff Snyder on the hot mic. Um, and uh, according to him, he claims that the odds are in its favor um, that uh, a movie for the Mandalorian is on its way. Um, and that this would take the place of the fourth season. Um, so this is um, interesting. Um, I think for me, I had already kind of been questioning uh, having another season of The Mandalorian uh, to go along with this um, Mandoverse movie that they plan to come out. Uh, I forget what the timeline was that they had for this movie, but with another season of The Mandalorian and, you know, possibly another season of Ahsoka, I see people talking about that too. I'm wondering when this movie, like, when are we expecting to get this movie? Um, kind of like, why was it even announced? You know, if we're not going to be getting it for like, you know, eight to 10 years or something, if it's going to be like taking a really long time, um, I think it makes more sense to release, start to, to release, to have the next thing, like next Mandalorian thing to be released to be this movie. That would make the most sense to me. Um, or, or to be honest, to kind of make start making it a series of movies, maybe. Um, this last season of The Mandalorian wasn't spectacular. There was a lot of stuff in it that I don't think needed to be in it. Um, you know, they definitely could have. Um, this... This last season kind of could have been a movie, but I, I, I definitely think moving towards the movie route uh, makes more sense. Um, but kind of what, what do you think about this news? Um, I, I'm, I, it's, it's interesting. I mean, Mandalorian season four, uh, you know, there's conversations about do we need Mandalorian season four, obviously, before yes, the movie. Yes. I mean, probably just because the movie's probably not coming out for a couple of years. So like you said, I mean, just it's a long time without 
major Star Wars. I mean, I know we've got Skeleton Crew and we've got Acolyte and stuff like that. We'll talk about all that stuff and or coming out. But, um, but uh, you know, Mandalorian is the biggest brand right now in Star Wars. Um, so to not see anything Mandalorian or really even Mandalorian adjacent for two or three years minimum is a long time. Um, there are also some rumors out there about Ahsoka season two. Um, mm-hmm. and again, all of this to me is odd because they announced this, this Filoni movie, like you said, maybe a little bit prematurely, but they announced this Filoni movie at Celebration. All this pomp and circumstance. We knew that, and this is honestly, they announced this, this movie going back to Disney Investor Day, you know, in 2020, um, when they said that all these Mandoverse projects would culminate in a movie event type deal. Uh, so this thing's been, you know, at this point, you know, three, four years in the making already. It's going to be probably seven, eight years by the time this thing comes out. Um, like, uh, you know, it's with all that being said, I'm like, we just watched Ahsoka and felt like, man, this, this could lead right into the movie if you really wanted to, uh, you know, Thrawn's, Thrawn's escaped the planet. You know, I don't really like, maybe you want to have a movie. Maybe if you want to have another show to, to explain where, how Ahsoka and Sabine get off of. You know, their banishment in the unknown regions, wherever they are, like, that's fine. But, um, but like, Ezra's back, you know, we got thrown off world. Like, we could, again, we could lead right into a Mandalorian movie if you really wanted to. Um, and so I'm like, if you do another movie, first of all, who's directing this movie? This Filoni? Because Filoni's directing Mandalorian season, a Mandalorian season four movie. Is that the movie that we've been talking about, or is that something different? Uh, is John Favreau? I mean, John Favreau is obviously a decorated movie director, and obviously been the guy who's spearheaded the Mandalorian from day one. Um, so that also uh, that's also a possibility. But honestly, one of the things, the major things I thought about was, you know, look, Pedro Pascal has been kind of, he's been getting kind of Tom Hollandy in terms of being getting a little ornery about playing, you know, Din Djarin and, you know, it's basically become a voice role at this point. He's not putting on the suit. Um, and I, I like, obviously he reportedly just got cast as Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four movie that's coming out in 2025. And it's supposed to start filming early 2024. Uh, so it may logistically be easier for him and Lucasfilm to work to get him in for a movie rather than get him in for a show. I don't really don't know the logistics of that and if it makes it better or worse, but that could be a consideration as well. Is it maybe Pedro's not signing up for another show. Maybe he's like, if I'm gonna sign up for it, it's gonna be for a movie. Um so there are those conversations that are certainly happening as well. But I mean, if you're gonna make this thing a movie, like it's gotta be groundbreaking. Cause I don't know Again, I think they lost people with that last season of Mandalorian. And it's not even like they lost people because it was so bad. But I just think they lost people because we have a short attention span in today's society. And they had people. Season one, episode one, hooked people with, with the Baby Yoda thing. And they had people 
and <laughs> season one was great. And then the dark saber and they had people the season two, they had people with Ahsoka and Boba Fett <laughs> and, and Luke and all that. And they had people hooked, you know, going into season three and book of Boba Fett and Ahsoka. And now after we've seen all of that stuff, I think people are kind of like, all right, he's not with Luke anymore. He's back with Din Djarin. We're kind of back to square one. We did the whole, you know, we've seen Bo-Katan. We've gone through that thing. Like, what else is there? Like, I like I don't know. I don't think the numbers for season four would be that great on Disney+. Plus, Let alone a movie, unless you told me there was some major, major stuff. Which I'm like, what else is major? We've already seen almost everything they could possibly do that'd be cool. So that's why I'm like... Yeah. Now, now season four, and I'm not saying that that's an excuse not to make season four. I'm just saying that that means that season four now should be made for the hardcore fan base. Unless you're, unless you're just trying to do like, you know, cash grabby stuff like, oh, Han Solo, oh, bringing all the nine rights Han Solo and we're bringing Donald Glover and we're just bringing in all the play the hits, Luke Skywalker's back, you know, like you can do all that stuff and that's fine and maybe you'll get people, but like, to me, otherwise, I think this is gonna do a bad box office. They they do this movie. I don't know if this is getting people because this is a, this is a movie that you have to have seen the show. How many people have watched the show and watched all yeah, three yeah. seasons? And kind of we saw what happened with the Marvels too. Yeah, we saw what yeah. happened. Like you can't go out there without in today's day and age of movies, you can't go out there with 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 a with a a flimsy you know, concept and idea for a movie and think you're just going to make a billion dollars just based off of trailers and hype and effects. Like there's yeah. Name brand like that. That doesn't guarantee you anything nowadays, man. Like Marvel is, is going to have to be smart going forward. Deadpool can make a lot of money because it's Deadpool three with Wolverine in it. That That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a money maker, easy money maker. But you know, Superman legacy is going to make a lot of money. Batman, the Batman Part Two is gonna make a lot of money, but I like I don't know if I don't know if Thund- Thunderbolt is gonna make a lot of money. I don't know if I don't know if Blade's gonna make a lot of money. You know, I mean, and that's that's what my hair show Ali. That's their best shot. But like, you know, it's it's a very strategic game that they've got to play. And and I don't know if a Mando. I, I think a Mando verse, like, you know, heir to the Empire. End game kind of movie. I think that could make money. I think that that could do well if you sell it the right way. But I just I don't know if just putting Mandalorian season four in the in the theaters is going to get people. Yeah, it would yeah, have, it would to, have be, to be. Um, in my opinion, it have to be a Mandoverse movie of some kind. It can't just be Din Djarin and, and, and you got to combine almost combine Ahsoka season two and Mandalorian season four into one project. Yeah, yeah. You know, throw Boba Fett in there. Like you got you got to do something. Which then again, that just becomes the Mandoverse movie. Split it into two parts, make exactly. two movies. Mandoverse part one, Mandoverse part two. Call it a day. You know, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. know if I yeah, need I agree. a whole nother, like, I, I'm fine with a whole nother season of Mandalorian, but again, you just got to know what your expectations are going into it. Um, and they created this, mis- I don't want to call it a mistake, but they created this when they took uh and they put Gorgu back with with Dinjar. You know, yep, like yep, they, exactly. they they just they 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 had a story, it was set, but they were like, 
we're gonna reset everything, blow it back up because people love season one and two so much. And Kendall, I, I think that was a pivot. I, I can't, I can't not think that was a pivot. That someone, some, I don't know if it's Kathleen Kennedy or not. Someone just looking at toy sales or something was like, no, Grogu, yeah, they got Grogu is with the Mandalorian, and that is what sells. So do that until we give you permission not to like that that kind of Pedro I'm like I already said like Pedro's he's kind of done playing Dinjarin anyway and there's yeah. already rumors that Bo-Katan is going to be the main character of season 4 first of all that's not getting anybody no no disrespect to Bo-Katan but like we've seen Bo-Katan already like I, the people are just going to look right, at that and right. be like this is this is a B character that's leading this show like what they I mean what they should have done is make a separate show, maybe even make a separate show with Bo Katan in it, but that's a whole other thing. But like, like, look, move on from the. They could they probably should have moved on from Mandalorian past season three, or at least if you're going to continue season four, continue it without Grogu and move Grogu onto a new show that could also make you a lot of money. Maybe yeah, that new sure. show got Luke Skywalker in it. Maybe it's done. I don't know. Maybe it's a Jedi show with somebody else besides Luke Skywalker, but like. That would have been smart because now you could have reset your clock a little bit without having to go back to the to the old stories that you've already done. The old dynamic. Yeah. I mean, him and Jin, him and Din already. We've already seen that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's yeah. It's yeah. a lot. A lot of mistakes I think were made in in planning this out. Um, you know, again, I have my theory that Grogu might be in this Ray movie as well. I think that would be a smart move. And make them a lot again, a ton of money. Um, yep. but but uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, again, it's just one of those things. I don't know, you know, if that's what they're planning. I mean, Dave has a lot of influence now in terms of how things how how this goes. The fact that he got that promotion and then this came into the work doesn't feel feels like interesting timing. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. So um yeah we're gonna have to see uh how a lot of this uh how a lot of this plays out um if it's if it's a movie i'd be welcome to it um and and we're gonna start you know uh of course we haven't gotten a star wars movie in a, in a while i miss watching star wars in the movie theaters there's nothing like watching Star Wars in the movie theaters um so i would welcome remember, that remember the 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 crawl for ahsoka season one oh Man, I, was, I felt like I was in, again. They, they have to, and not, but see, they have to do things like that to almost try try to recreate the experience, yeah, replicate the experience. Yeah, but it's not the same. <laughs> it's not. It's not the same. It's not. I didn't have. I didn't get my popcorn. I'm not. I didn't have to wait in line. I didn't have to watch a billion and one trailers and TV spots and things like that. Like it's just not the same. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's. Well, hopefully, you know, we get uh, this, we get this, um, well, hopefully we find out what exactly the plan is soon for that. But if it is a movie, you know, hopefully it comes out in a reasonable time. I'm looking forward to watching more Star Wars in the movies. Um, so we want we're uh, going to finish up the show here uh, talking about some of the upcoming projects that we have uh, coming in 2024. Um so we know now this is confirmed from Lucasfilm that 
the Acolyte and Skeleton Crew uh, are coming in 2024. Um, we have not heard anything about Andor yet. Um, that may still be coming in 2024. I believe that was the plan. Um, but the Acolyte and Skeleton Crew are coming in 2024. Um, very um, excited to see those. Um, you know, with the strike being over, uh, we kind of now have confirmation of what their release schedule is. So the Acolyte's still on pace uh, to come out next year. Skeleton Crew's still on pace to come out next year. So that's good news. Andor, we don't know. I I believe um, when this like started, Andor was one of the first things we were hearing about that might have been affected. Yeah, um, it was like filming at the same time as the strike. Yeah, and then the strike yeah. happened. And it was like, oh, Andor set shut down or stuff. And I'm just like, oh boy, okay. So, um, so yeah, we don't know exactly what's going on with Andor. Hopefully, that can still come out next year. But we have a decent slate of shows uh, coming out next year. Uh, what are your What are your thoughts on that, Kim? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting because, look, again, neither one of these are Mandalorian level. You know, uh, Skeleton Crew is, you know, I mentioned there was nothing Mandalorian adjacent. They were supposed to believe Skeleton Crew is Mandalorian adjacent. Um, I am very worried about Skeleton Crew. I, I put it out there. I, I haven't necessarily said that totally, but, I, you know, it's, they, they, they just, there doesn't seem to be any buzz about it. They've already kind of said, I mean, I'm always leery about these shows where you're like, they met, you know, Lucasfilm and Disney were like, we need our own version of, of Stranger Things. So make a Stranger Things ripoff. And I, I like that. I don't know if, if, if assuming that that was the intention, which I mean, I feel like we kind of know that that was what their mindset was. That just feels like the wrong approach for making a Star Wars show, especially. Um mm-hmm. Like, and I think it's the wrong approach for Marvel. Like, if you want to make that approach and make something original, like, I think that's fine. Um, but to say to yourself, we got to, we're going to use a Star Wars show that in a, in a universe, in a, in a, uh, a, a property where everything is canon, we're going to, we're going to make our own Stranger Things. I, I don't know. I just think that either you're making a massive, you're taking a massive risk. Or it's just going to be something that's that doesn't move the needle, or it's just going to be something that's not important, you know, like resistance. Like resistance is not important; it doesn't move the needle. It's got a bunch of characters uh, that don't recur and what and whatnot. Besides, uh, <laughs> Senator Ziono. Uh, yeah, right. You know, I forgot about most of the other characters. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, we. I don't expect to hype phase on anytime soon. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, no. So that like to me, Skeleton Crew strikes as I'm a little worried. It's a live action resistance. I'll put it that way. And I hope it's not. Mm, I hope right. it's not. But I just I get the sense that it's just either going to be that, or again they're going to be taking a massive risk. Uh, <laughs> nonetheless, but whenever you introduce a bunch of kids in in a show, I, I just I, I start get to get a little, I get kind of concerned. I get leery, man. Like it can be great. Like Runaways is great. I mean, a lot of people like Stranger Things. You know, I know you you watch Stranger Things. I haven't really watched it. Oh yeah, but, it's great. You know, so it's like it's not like it just it can't be good. But again, Stranger Things. I don't necessarily think Netflix made Stranger Things with, like the intention of we got to make the next Stranger Things or like we got to make you know this type of genre. Like yeah, I'm sure they had 
an idea that if this was good, that this would really blow up and this and that. But I'm sure their first objective was let's make a great show. Let's make a great show. Uh, and whatever happens, happens. Um, so again, I'm a little worried about that one. The Acolyte, I am not as worried about. I mean, I'm a lot more excited about the Acolyte because I just feel like that'll dive into corners of the Star Wars universe that um, we haven't seen in a while, you know, and dive into Star Wars, corners of the Star Wars universe that I t- tend to be a little more interested in, which is some of the the lore and the, you know, some of the cis stuff and, the, and, and you know, obviously it's diving into post or post high Republic era, late high Republic era. So um, I think that show has a chance to be very interesting. Um, I think the biggest question with the the acolyte, which we've talked about it before in the past is how tied into the high Republic is it going to be? How much is high Republic is the high Republic era content going to be must, you know, required reading? You know, and that that'll be uh, that'll be interesting with that show. But I think that this is a decent setup for Star Wars, especially because we'll probably also get Bad Batch. Um, like you put it up one for one with Marvel. I mean, Marvel next year has what Echo and Agatha and Deadpool. I mean, let's say throw Deadpool out of the out of the mix because that's a movie. If you're just talking Disney Plus. Echo, Agatha and X-Men 97. And I think we get, we're supposed to be getting the Spider-Man show, Spider-Man, whatever they're calling it now, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, and then um, and this new Wakanda show. Those are the only Marvel thing. There's more Marvel, obviously, but, like, nothing inherently, I mean, maybe X-Men 97 is going to be the biggest thing, but, like, nothing inherently is going to be, is going to blow Star Wars out of the water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, Star Wars, Star Wars is quite a slate. Um, Especially if Andor. In terms of, oh yeah, yeah. Especially if Andor comes out. If Andor comes out, that's it. That's going to shut everything down. Um, but uh, but I think with I'm very excited for the acolyte. Obviously, I read all the higher public stuff. So, um, but even just from what I've heard or what we heard coming out of celebrations, that there's a lot of action. It's an action packed uh, show, um, which is very exciting. I mean, to me, it's very exciting. Um, um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for the acolyte. Um, I mean, I know that's a Leslie Headland, uh, you know, a Leslie Headland is leading that one, and and um, you know, I'm I'm I don't know how much she paid attention to the High Republic stuff. Um, I know Vernestra Rowe is a character in the show, and she is in the all like a lot of these books and stuff coming out, so. I'm curious to see how they treat that character. She uses a light whip in the uh, books. So that's very just, I mean, I feel like seeing that on screen would be something special. I think that that could really put Star Wars kind of in the forefront of like action streaming, you know, seeing someone using, use a weapon like that. So um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for, uh, uh, for the acolyte, you know, I know we're supposed to get a lot of different Jedi, a lot of lightsabers, a lot of force, a lot of you know, of course, called the acolytes. So we did dip into some of the Sith stuff, a lot of, um, just a lot of potential there for that to be really, really good. So I'm hoping that's very good. 
Um, skeleton crew, I don't really have any expectations, which I think is probably helping, maybe. Because <laughs> maybe it can surprise me. You know, I don't have any... You know, if it's decent, hey, I mean, that's great. You know, it doesn't have to be the best thing. It doesn't have to be better than The Mandalorian Season 2 or anything like that. If it's solid, good enough. I think that'll be good enough, passable for Lucasfilm, you know, if they... Because I don't think... I haven't seen people expecting too much out of this. They haven't shown anything from it, really. Um, I mean, they showed a little bit of celebration, but, like, no one has seen that. So, um... So, yeah, my expectations are pretty low for Skeleton Crew. Um, So, I mean, I think Star Wars has a pretty decent slate coming up. I'm excited. You know, I'm glad the strike is over. And, um, you know, and that, of course, that all the, you know, the seems like the workers got a lot of what they asked for. So that's good as well. We Um, also may be getting uh, Tales of the Jedi season two, by the way. Um, Okay. Which I'm excited about. Hopefully that's expanded. I mean, I think that that, I don't think it will be, but if it is, I mean, I think that show has a ton of potential depending on how they do it. So uh, hopefully they decided to uh, invest more into that show and hopefully Dave Filoni getting more uh, power that that helps the future of that one. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, there's a lot they can do with that. Um there's a lot they can do with that. I, I'm not expecting that, like you, like you, I'm not expecting that from this season. But for like future versions of that, future seasons of that, they could do a, a million different things with that. There's so much lore that they could go into, and not just from Jedi, but also Sith. Um, you know, neither. You know, if you want to do like bounty hunters, if you want to do, um, if you want to do any of the Clone Wars Jedi, uh, you know, uh. uh uh, High Republic Jedi, Old Republic Jedi, Old Republic Sith. You can do anything. You can do just anything. So, um, or just Palpatine. Oh, Tales of the Jedi. You know, you see a bunch of Palpatine stuff. That would be crazy. So they could do. They, I, I really hope they don't kind of limit themselves to just the few things that have been taught done already. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. Um, but I think that's a good place to uh, to wrap this show. So again, as I said at the top of the show, I really do hope, you know, everyone listening out there is, you know, you know, uh, keeping warm in this uh, winter time, unless you're in a kind of a warmer climate area than you're warm already. But, you know, keep it warm in this kind of winter, uh, wintry weather, uh, spending time with with family and loved ones, people you care about and that you're all safe and happy and, and you know, uh, enjoying this time of year because it can be kind of dreary. <laughs> as well with a lot of the weather and the darkness and things like that. Uh, so I hope everyone out there is doing well. Um, as always, thank you all so much for listening. Um, we will be, uh, you know, probably hopping in um, uh, more regularly. I would expect um, in this, as we just said, in this coming year, we're expecting more Star Wars projects to come out. I'm getting through a lot more of the novelizations as well. So I'll be able to talk about some of that. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking we'll be able to, we should be able to hop on and do more of these shows more regularly. Um, but until then, again, thank you all so much for listening. I'm your host, Shamari, joined by Kendall, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.